Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hello. Hi. Welcome to part two of Dante Falconeri. Last week, I shared all about Dante from 2009 through 2012. And this week, Amanda's going to catch us up from 2013 to 19. Yes. I don't know that I'm going to take as long as you did. That's okay. I'm so sorry that I did take as long no, as I did. No, yours was great. I liked hearing all that because that was when they were super cute. They were. And, and I, I could have said so much more. I know. You could have. So good <laughs> job controlling yourself because this could have been like, welcome to Dante, part six of eight. <laughs> so good job. So we're keeping it to two. I feel like, my personal opinion, Dante and Lulu were still really exciting at the beginning of this. And I think I said this earlier whenever you were talking. But as time went on, he just kind of lost it. And I don't know if they did that because they knew he was leaving or if they I don't know. what. But just the sparks. He's involved in storyline. But again, it's cop stuff. So Is it when he got a haircut? <laughs> you are not as hot as you used to be. Now we're done. You're not that exciting because you cut your hair. Is that what happened? I don't know. I don't know. Let's track it. I don't know. You pay, I don't know that... I don't know when he got his hair. I, I don't know say, when he got his hair cut. Okay. I was going to say, I don't think Wikipedia is going to say that he got a haircut because I'm not sure. I did not know. check to see when he got his hair cut. <laughs> we might do that research later. We'll see how much time I have left. It's like Samson. You know, he lost all of his power when he lost his hair. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. So you left off at the great part of Maxie losing a baby. Well, the whole saga yeah. that goes around that. Mm-hmm. The whole saga that goes around that. New Year's Eve, so that's where I started, which is very convenient because it was like, woof, first day of the year. Yep. New Year's Eve, they're at the Haunted Star for the New Year's Eve party. They go to check on Maxie. She's not there because they don't know where she is at that point, but they realized that she had gone to chase that stupid dog that was part of Olivia's premonition. She's gone to the hospital and they say that she lost the baby. Did they ever show? Was the one? Why was that in mind? Was the one night stand? You just kept reading. No, but that was in mind under 2000. Okay. Because remember when I read on the computer, it actually breaks it down. Oh, I don't know. End of 2012, it does that. Oh, I'm so sorry. I spoiler yours. You didn't. You're fine. Okay. It was a good cliffhanger from last week to this Although week. it depends if they did on New Year's Eve, which oh, was New Year's true. Eve in. True, true, If it was true. December 27th, that right. they. Okay. So that could have been it. But it's not, again, cliffhanger. So that was good. I'll go off the way that they say it because you've given us all that. So Maxie is pregnant. They're under the impression it's their baby. They're all excited. Yay, baby, whatever. In late March, Lulu and Dante go to Maxie's sonogram appointment and are ecstatic at the sight slash sound of their baby. Lulu and Dante have a small party to celebrate the baby's first sonogram photo. 
Lulu receives a ticking gift addressed from her aunt Bobby for the baby. It turns out that the gift she receives first is not from Bobby and it's a trap. Did you you didn't go any further? No, nope. you really didn't. Nope. Okay. So baby gifts are supposed to be cute. Yes. Baby gifts are supposed to make sense. This thing was just a bag left on their porch, like they were in the apartment or whatever, but just left on their doorstep. She opens it up and it's a big stuffed bear, not really a cute stuffed bear, but a big stuffed bear with just a regular alarm clock in its stomach. It's not like hmm. a cute whatever. Like I don't know how they thought that this was the present from Aunt Bobby because it was the ugliest bear I've ever seen in my entire life. Okay. She has this ticking package. Luke and everyone are there and they're like, no, don't open it because it has to be a bomb because it's ticking. And then and she you're calls, a Spencer, so. Right, because you always get bombs from people. So she calls Bobby and Bobby says, I sent you a bear and it's coming in the mail, blah, blah, blah. And so she goes ahead and opens it, and it's this super ugly bear with this clock. And then it turns out later that she gets the actual package from Bobby, which also didn't make sense to me. Because if I send you a package in the mail, it does not arrive. It's just a gift right. bag on your doorstep. Unless you have it couriered. Maybe, but I just don't. I don't. Uh, I don't. know what you're saying, though, yeah. <laughs> I just don't think so. But okay, however they needed to make she the story She didn't say line. I sent you over a gift. She right, says I said she was in Chicago. Okay, so then yeah, no. It's just not arriving okay. that way. I, I know I'm overanalyzing, but no. again, since I had Continuity seen it. Continuity counts. Kind of like rewatching the old episodes now. Since I already saw it, I was like, really? Did I believe that back then? Because that doesn't make any sense either. But okay. Turns out that the gift she received is not the one from Bobby, and it's a trap. Dante finds Lulu unconscious in the apartment, but before he can get help for her, he is knocked unconscious. When he wakes up, Lulu is gone. While Dante is at the PCPD attempting to get Olivia to have another vision that might help them find Lulu, Nicholas is shot trying to tell Luke and Laura something about Lulu. Dante and his boss, Commissioner Anna Devane, go to the park in search of the shooter and find Sean wearing a hoodie and carrying a gun. He says he was just trying to help them find the shooter. Sean gets shot, and while Anna goes to look for help, Dante continues to look for the shooter. He finds the shooter, attempting to take another shot at Sean. Dante then attempts to get the shooter to tell him where Lulu is, but the shooter takes a cyanide pill and dies before revealing any information. So I guess Nicholas had been gone for a while at this point, too, because mm -hmm. I don't I just didn't really pay attention to him. They're in Dante and Lulu's apartment talking about, oh, no, where could Lulu have been taken or who took her or whatever. And then Nicholas comes in and starts talking to them. But they're totally ignoring telling him like listening to his information because they're telling him about Lulu because they left him messages, but he didn't hear his messages because he's on the plane, blah, blah, blah. And someone shoots through the window of the apartment and that's how he gets shot. And mm. so then they start making the connection already of this has to be Cassidy related mm -hmm. and it must be serious if we're trying to take out Nicholas because right. that's just crazy. Dante's informed that Luke has been given temporary WSB credentials, which I also think is not anything. So weird. <laughs> No, but you know what, though? The reason that we have the security on our money is because of that Frank Abigail guy, one of the greatest counterfeiters ever. Okay. And now he works for the government to make sure that our money can't be counterfeit. Yeah, but that's an extreme case. I think of the people that I know that are in, like, the CIA, FBI, whatever, and they have to go through all those clearances in order mm -hmm. to be able to have information. If they were Luke Spencer, they would not get those clearances. Right. So I, the WSB maybe needs to improve its requirements before they're just handing out uh, temporary credentials. Um, Dante's able to help Luke and Laura get out of being held at gunpoint. That was part of whenever they're going to Castellina Island, but it doesn't mm. say it like that. He's later seen at Castellina Island where he finds Lulu in a cryogenic chamber. He helps entrapped, helps in entrapping a newly back from the dead Stavros Cassidine in the chamber and helps move Lulu onto a table slab. So I watched all this. I'm not going to like read word for word all their stuff. This is when we were back to that whole like ice princess right. saving people, blah, blah, blah. So Stavros wanted Lulu because she looked like Laura and so he kidnapped her. And so she was put in this thing to freeze her so that then she would be with him, blah, 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 and whatever. And so he helped rescue her. But whenever she came out of it, she didn't remember anything that had happened before. So. It's like she was a whole new person. Whole new person. Yes, that would be the character <laughs> change. But I don't know that it even says that in here either. I guess that's not important to Dante since it's Dante, not Lulu. But yeah, that was whenever we got new Lulu. And again, like it gives more detail, but it's basically Dante's behaving the way you would behave if your spouse didn't remember you. He's trying to tell her stuff. He's trying yeah. to push memories on her. And he's like, come on, blah, blah, blah. 
she doesn't want anything to do with it. It's really hard not to talk too much about Lulu because they were still so intertwined during all of this. Fun episodes of Lulu doesn't remember who she is, so she ends up moving in with Milo. Yes! Oh my gosh! Cute! Oh my god, that's where I got lost. When I said to you a couple times, I'm supposed to be doing Dante research, but not watching really Dante. Oh, I totally forgot about that. So cute so it's a whole where is she blah 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 and that's what he's involved in but again if you come off of that's what he's involved in it's just lulu it's not but it's his wife i mean it's it's, his wife but there's nothing there's nothing exciting except for where is lulu where is lulu blah 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 i need her to remember me well they were expecting they were and she said this time exactly yes wow she had no idea she and she didn't not that she didn't care but it was like that's Max well, whatever. Who, yeah. Yeah. There was no emotional connection. So the more that Lulu hangs out with Milo, the closer they become. And Milo was so sweet. Again, totally off topic, but he was so sweet because you knew he had such a big yep. crush on her for so long. And he was totally respectful of she needs to get her right. memories back and mind in the right place before I can do anything. But yeah, it was so cute. So, not that it has, again, that much to do with Dante, but go back and watch those episodes because they're so cute. Dante finds Lulu one night by herself and brings her back home so she will be safe. Eventually here, she gets her memories back and Dante is thrilled when she says she remembers everything. Oh, before that, she had gone to Laura and Scotty's wedding. That was weird to watch. Mm -hmm. And met, air quote, met her grandma and uh, Elizabeth's boys and all that kind of stuff. And they were super nice about, we're just happy you're here and we're trying to support you. And Dante accompanied her to that because he knew that when she got her memories back, she wouldn't want to have missed the wedding so right. that was sweet he was Aww. he was so sweet the two of them get back to focusing on their impending arrival of their child lulu tells dante how she thinks Maxie is becoming too attached to their baby they're not able to discuss it further though because Maxie goes into labor she gives birth to a healthy baby girl dante and lulu are bonding with their newborn daughter with their family when dante gets called away he finds out his cousin kate now going by her birth name connie falconary was murdered dun 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 Dante ends up having to find Sonny when officers tell him Sonny called the police but was gone by the time the police got there. They show him a message next to Connie she wrote out in her blood that says it was AJ. Don't get into all that side storyline. This explains when we talked about that week of episodes with Dante and Lulu and the baby and we weren't sure when did Connie die. It was right after she was born but before she was named. Yes. So you were right on both instances. Yay! gold star for me. Dante goes to the Quartermain house where he finds Sunny pointing a gun at AJ Quartermain. Dante and Michael eventually talk Sunny out of killing AJ but Dante arrests AJ's AJ afterward for Connie's murder. Olivia is distraught over losing Connie but calls Dante because she thinks Sunny will try to commit suicide because of losing Connie, the woman Sunny loved. Eventually he, Olivia, Morgan, and Michael find Sunny right before he's about to kill himself and convince him to stop for their sake. This is when he was manic, right? Mm-hmm. Like, okay. Dante goes back to the hospital and tells Lulu what's happened to Connie. Eventually, they decide to name their newborn daughter Connie in memory of Dante's cousin, like we just said. (laughs) They are also worried when Maxie seems overly attached to their daughter, which she had already called that, like she knew it, so I don't know why it restates it. But Maxie agrees to counseling while Lulu and Dante experience the feelings of being new parents. Eventually, Dante and Lulu hold a christening for Connie and ask Maxie and Spinelli to be the godparents. At the christening, though, lab tech Brad Cooper shows up and tells Dante and Lulu that Connie is Spinelli and Maxie's biological child. Dante recalls an argument Spinelli had with his girlfriend Ellie Trout about the baby and believes Brad is telling the truth. Lulu is finding it hard to believe, but after recalling Maxie's attachment to the baby, she realizes Brad is telling the truth. Maxie and Spinelli eventually admit the truth, and Dante and Lulu leave heartbroken and betrayed. This is when Brad decides to tell the truth. <clears throat> right. Ironic. I mean, I do agree because baby eventually, you know. Yeah, the truth needed to come out. And there were some good episodes, again, just because of that whole timeline of Ellie had told Spinelli Mm -hmm. and then Spinelli comes to Maxie and is like, I'm so angry with you. And she talks about how much she loves him. And I could have got lost in that Mm -hmm. whole storyline. Yep. Rabbit hole, rabbit hole, rabbit hole. Back to Dante. Lula tells Dante she wants to fight for her legal rights to adopt baby Connie. In court, both she and Maxie reveal each other's dirty secrets, Mm -hmm. painting each other as unfit. 
In one particular instance, Maxie's attorney asked Lulu about the fact that she was planning to run away with Connie, a fact Lulu blurted out to Maxie in a moment of anger. Lulu claims Maxie's lying and begs Dante afterwards to back her claim up. However, Dante says Lulu lied and confirms that Lulu did want to run away with Connie, but that he stopped her. And in the end, Dante and Lulu lose custody. So does Maxie as the judge grants Spinelli sole custody, believing Maxie is unfit. And that's the thing, like, Dante always tells the truth. And yeah. he's, like, a very, very big believer in it. Except for the time that he helped Brenda. And he lied about Sunny shooting him. Yes, he did. I don't understand either one of those. Yeah. How how would you lie to protect this guy that is your dad, but you don't know him as your dad, but you wouldn't lie to protect your wife to keep this baby that you thought was yours the whole mm-hmm. time? Not judging either way around, like, that was not right easy for him because I remember those scenes. He's, some like, major he's like, We cannot keep her, she's not ours, you yeah. Know? Like, that was right, it's not a puppy, you can't just take it, right? <laughs> it's a baby, but I understand all the issues that I'll talk about here in a second between yeah. Lulu and Dante, then, because that's exactly what I would have said. You lied for your dad, you can't lie for a baby, what the heck, right. Lulu is furious with Dante for not lying for her, claiming he lied on the stand when he told the court. There we go. I didn't even know this said this thing. Seriously, everyone is in the same logic as I am about Sunny shooting. Did him. you not read this before? <laughs> I skimmed it, but I didn't. Whatever. Because again, he was boring, so I didn't need to It's like we can write these. Really? Okay. We might do a better job some days. Um, Dante claims the lies were just building and would eventually catch up with them. They eventually give Connie over to Spinelli with a heavy heart. Dante runs into Sunny one day and reveals that Lulu has pushed him away since they lost Connie, believing he could have helped them keep Connie by lying under oath. Dante says he's just as heartbroken as Lulu, having lost his daughter. Sunny encourages him to keep going by reaching out to Lulu. Dante goes and meets Lulu and tells her they should try for another child. Lulu is hesitant, but is finally convinced. However, once they come to the hospital, they find out from Ellie that the remaining embryos are gone. <laughs> Confused, they question Brad. Why would you question Brad? I guess he did. Just He's the lab manager. But still, why would you question Brad? Who claims to have no idea about it. They call Britt, who doesn't answer their call. It's revealed that Britt, with the help of Brad and her mother, Dr. Lisa Obrecht, had Dante and Lulu's remaining embryos implanted into her illegally because she was trying to get back together with Patrick Drake. Her son, Ben, is actually Dante and Lulu's biological child. Not for nothing. None of the four of them look enough alike that they wouldn't question, like, why does this kid suddenly have blonde hair, blue eyes? Right. You know, I mean, Britt Britt and Lulu both have blue eyes. So blue eyes in and of itself, possible. There you go. Except for the fact that Britt didn't ever know who her baby daddy was. Like, this is when she was saying it was Brad or whatever. Yeah. That would have... I mean, I still wouldn't have jumped to the conclusion, you stole my embryos. But I'm just saying she wasn't the most credible source. There were some good scenes here of showing them, you know, talking about it and then finding out and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. But he wasn't... He played the role of dad. Like, okay, I'm sad. Why isn't this working out? What do we do next? He wasn't overly... There's spark like died once they started trying all this baby stuff that happens though it I does. Mean, it's a very it stressful life, but as far as watching it it wasn't as much fun then uh, meanwhile dr obrek is arrested for the slew of crimes she's committed <laughs> many against anna and her family she says that she has something important to tell dante but dante believes she's manipulate manipulating him and shuts her down Britt comes to the station to talk to her mother and claims she has no idea what happened to dante and lulu's embryos when dante leaves Britt and obrek reveal how after Patrick broke up with her, Obrecht convinced her to get pregnant and she could get Patrick back. She convinced her to use the embryos of Dante and Lulu to get pregnant. Obrecht implanted both of them into Brit, but only one was viable, which led her to give birth to Ben. Brit tells Brad to lead Dante and Lulu in another direction. Brad gives them a forged document stating Ellie had the embryos destroyed. Lulu invites Nicholas over to her place for Christmas and he brings Brit, whom he is dating, along with Ben. When Dante comes home, he gets to meet Ben for the first time, and he and Lulu spend time with him without realizing that Ben is actually their son. (gasps) Dante and Lulu decide that they want to start the process of in vitro again before Dante and Lulu start the process of trying for another baby. Dante runs into, runs in, Britt and Ben, runs into, it doesn't say that, but runs into Britt and Ben at the hospital, and unknowingly, he spends time with his son again. On New Year's Eve, Britt does an ultrasound on Lulu and tells them that Lulu's eggs are no longer viable. Lulu and Dante are devastated, and because of everything that has happened and Lulu blaming him for losing the baby, Lulu ends up leaving him and doesn't know when she will be back. 
Hmm. I mean, it was sad to watch, but whatever. Eventually, Dante and Lulu decide to work things out. They also learn that Ben is Dante's son. On March 24th, Elizabeth Weber shows Lulu a letter that Britt wrote revealing that Ben is Lulu's son, not hers. On March 25th, Lulu confronts Britt at her and Nicholas's engagement party, and Britt finally admits the truth about Ben's full parentage. On March 26th, Obrecht holds a dagger on Dante and Lulu, kidnapping Ben and holding him hostage at Elizabeth Weber's house. On April 8th, Dante rescues Ben and reunites him with Lulu. On April 11th, Dante and Lulu bring home their son and rename him Rocco. Dante later gets a call from the PCPD, and it turns out that Liesl Obrecht wants to make a deal. Obrecht tells him that she has his and Lulu's other child. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. So I watched all this. It wasn't at Elizabeth's house. It was at the Cassadine house that she held the dagger. Mm. She was going to steal the baby. They came in, Lulu and Dante together, with the letter. And they were like, we know that that's not really Britt's son. And Obrecht talked in circles like she always does, making no sense, just so that they would think that they were wrong and that she was taking him. And they had to let her go because she literally held a dagger to his throat and said... I don't want to hurt him but blah 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 so let her get away and then i did watch the scenes where obrak tells keeps saying that he had that she has their other child their other child and lulu's like well we know that Britt had one baby so there's not a twin out there what is she talking about and they already said the other embryos you know were gone blah blah, blah what's going on and so then it turns out yeah supposedly there was one extra egg that she had kept just in case the next morning, Dante and Lulu wake up with Rocco in bed with them. That was really cute. They were so they were many passed twins. out. Yeah. So cute. Oh my gosh. He's wide awake, like looking up at the ceiling, playing with his toes or whatever, and they are passed out asleep because hmm. new parenthood is exhausting. Yep. Later that day, they see Obrecht and find out that she wants the charges against her and her daughter to be fully dropped and fuel full immunity in exchange for their embryo. Dante tries to convince Scott to drop the charges while Lulu tries to do the same with Nicholas and Elizabeth. After all parties are on board, Dante and Lulu tell Obrecht that she is going to get her deal and she sends them to Kelly's to get their embryo from Victor. Anna tells Dante and Lulu that the embryo they got from Victor was in fact theirs. After she leaves, Dante and Lulu discuss their options for having another child and Lulu suggests that she carry their child. She goes on to explain that the doctor never said it was impossible for her to carry a child, just unlikely. When Dante gets called away, they decide to table a discussion, but Lulu makes an appointment anyway. Dante meets Lulu and Rocco at Kelly's when she tells them that she set up a fertility appointment and they decide to go together. In June, Dante and Lulu go to the fertility appointment where they find out that Lulu may have been misdiagnosed. Originally, they said she had a separate uterus which can be corrected with a simple procedure. Or they then tell her that she had a separate uterus, which can be corrected instead of a biocornate uterus. I don't know what the difference mm-hmm. is. I'm not going to research any of that. After the appointment, they decide to think on it for a while. The next day, Dante finds out that Lulu wants to have the procedure and he's on board. July 1st, Lulu has the procedure to find out for sure that that's what the issue is. After the procedure... He and Lulu find out that she indeed had the one that could be corrected, and they go ahead and do that. The doctor tells them that after a few weeks of recovery, she should be able to carry a baby to term. In mid-July, Dante and Lulu go to the floating rib with Rocco and Olivia and discuss that they want to have another child. A few days later, they decide to start right away. Okay. Right away. I don't know. Like, I always think that's a funny... You don't actually start right away. There's only a couple of days that it's like guaranteed. But you start to work, working on so. it. I don't feel like Dante and Lulu needed practice on how that was going to happen. So, but anyway, Dante and Lulu go to Maxie's wedding where he finds Nathan tied up because Levi beat him up after Nathan discovered what he was up to. Not going to go all into that, but that was that guy. I can't even remember his name now. Wanted to kill Maxie because she was. Felicia's daughter. Oh my god. I watched it was Levi. It. it was no, it was Levi's dad. Oh. I mean, yes, Levi was the one that was dating her. Yeah, I don't remember. Stuff, yeah. But the reason why was because of Levi's dad, and I can't remember what his name was. But anyway, in all of that, um, during the big Levi reveal, Lulu's taken hostage by Levi's accomplice. Dante also has to put down his gun so nothing happens to Lulu. Later on, Levi and his accomplice kidnap Lulu along with Maxie. And then Dante and Nathan start looking for Lulu and Maxie. They discover the boat's captain in the water and question him. I don't think this was on the haunted star. 
the part I watched wasn't on the Haunted Star. It was in, like, a clinic or whatever. I was going to say, I thought it was in a hospital. <clears throat> yeah. So, maybe the boat's captain... Are you still in 2013? Was the boat captain of whatever. No. Yeah, so we in 13. I was giving you dates. What did I say last? Yeah, but I don't remember you ever saying your switch. I might have. I should have. I... Yeah, because I said on New Year's Eve, they said... It was on New Year's that you couldn't... That they did the thing to say what was wrong with their uterus. <laughs> okay. I didn't classify the next year, but yeah, I did whatever. Okay. See? Stop it. Um, I was just wondering because I'm like, like, I'm like, you're no, saying that you're going to be there. shorter than mine, and I don't think you are. <laughs> not still on the same year. Be quiet. Um, they find out that the girls are okay because they were talking about the storm. They find out that the boat was sinking. I don't remember it being on a boat. Maybe it was on a boat before they got to the part of maybe Maxi being being kidnapped. Maybe like I went too far ahead. But anyway, the girls are okay. They were talking about the storm. The boat's sinking. So they might be at the bottom of the lake. Dante wants to find his wife, but all he can do is stand around and wait for the dive team to search the water. One of the officers finds Maxie's veil in the water. After the search, one of the officers comes back with Maxie's veil, leading everyone to believe that Lulu and Maxie were gone. Later on, Dante goes to Sunny for help finding the girls. Sunny tells him to talk to Coleman because he is a fence and maybe working with Levi. When Dante confronts him, it turns out that he is involved. He tells Dante and Nathan where the meeting was supposed to take place. Dante and Nathan head to the cabin where they find Shriner shot. The girls and Levi are nowhere to be found. Blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to read all of this, but basically, yeah, they had to team up together because she was kidnapped because of Maxie. Okay. This is like all the side story stuff that he gets dragged into right. by proxy. Exactly. Yeah, this is, like, they went really into detail with all of this uh, Levi stuff. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, you can watch it, it's fine. But basically, yeah, he's trying to. So these two storylines kind of, like, collided with each other. I think they were trying to bring the spark back to Dante and Lulu, if you ask me, because it had been kind of boring or whatever. So in the middle of all of the Levi and Maxi stuff, you find Dante chained to a pole with Lulu next to him. Dante wakes up and sees her, and they start talking about Luke and his weird behavior lately. Turns out... That was bad, Luke, right? Right. Okay. I'm sorry, I air quote. I do that too. Air quote, you're supposed to know. And Lula's freaking out about, like, what are they going to do? Why are they there? Blah, blah, blah. In the middle of all that conversation, a surprise visitor comes in. Do you know who that is? No. Stavros. <gasps> yeah. I don't know why they connected these. Okay. I mean, I get it, but I don't, like... We have to watch Usually, all makes sense. Usually you have one big storyline and then a little bit right. of a lull and then another one. But they combine these two. So it turns out that Stavros is planning on impregnating Lulu with an embryo he created with her egg and his sperm before she was cryogenically frozen. Mm. Dante does everything to stall Stavros from implanting Lulu with the embryo. They tell him that she can't carry a baby to term, but Stavros says he knows that Lulu got the procedure... To correct that. Who broke HIPAA now? Right? Right. It's probably Brad. <laughs> he only tells half stories all the time. Stavros is about to take Lulu to get started on the implantation, but Dante brings up everything Maxie had to go through to be implanted with her embryo and all the hormone shots she had to have weeks before this, and Stavros has to delay his plan. But he makes it very clear that he is just stalling, that Dante is just stalling the inevitable, that Lulu will have his child. After Starburst leaves, Dante and Lulu discuss the possibility that he might be lying, but she says that it doesn't matter. He's going to take her away from Dante. He promises her that he will do, Dante promises that he will do whatever he has to do to make sure that Starburst never hurts her again. Later on, when Starburst comes back, he threatens to shoot Dante in the head if Lulu doesn't get a hormone shot. Lulu agrees, much to Dante's protest, and then when the shot is done, Starburst says that Lulu is coming with him. <laughs> Lulu is later dragged off kicking and screaming with Dante promising to come get her. Anna hears Dante screaming for Lulu, so she rushes to him and they talk about Stavros having Lulu and his promise to find her. He tells her that he needs to get them, that he needs to get out of the cuffs, but there's no key and that she has to shoot it off. Much to her dislike, Anna shoots off Dante's cuffs and they leave to find Lulu. Dante hears Lulu calling for him and busts into a room, gun blazing. Stavros pulls a scaffold to Lulu's neck and threatens to slit her throat. Dante puts his gun down and kicks it over to Stavros, which distracts him. 
This gives Lulu a chance to elbow him and get free, but not without Lulu getting cut with the scalpel. Mm. Dante starts fighting with Stavros while Lulu fights with Dr. Young. Stavros gets the upper hand and threatens to shoot Dante, but Lulu throws herself in front of him, saying that if Stavros wants to kill Dante, he will have to kill her first. That's the Lulu. Thank you. But, oh, okay. Lulu says she believes Stavros See, won't Proof kill is not her. the actress. Right, it's not. No, she was awesome. We're just going to say this all the time. Yes. Okay. Right, because I don't... I'm Maybe sure. she lo- lost her luster whenever he lost his hair, too. Maybe. That's oh, it. No. Okay. No hair guts on TV anymore. Um, Lulu says she believes Stavros won't kill her because he wants her to carry his child. But Stavros says that with surrogacy, anyone can carry the baby. So he decides to shoot anyway. Luckily, Dante is able to push Lulu out of the way. He and Stavros start fighting again. And it is revealed that Dante shot and killed Stavros. While attending to the cut on Lulu's neck, Nathan and Maxie walk in and tell them that the building's going to blow up and they need to get out now. And it shows that was that that was the crazy clinic. So I don't know where we come okay. on the boat and whatever, but yeah. the crazy clinic and stuff. I know what exactly what part you're Yeah, I know what's going on in your head. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So this was a cute scene because I've never seen like everyone have a gun before. Obrecht was there. They wouldn't give her a gun, but Anna had a gun, Dante, Nathan, Lulu, and Maxie, and they all had to shoot at the doors like continuously over and over and over again because they were like manually locked, you know, like hospitals do. Uh And so then they kicked open the door and they got over to behind the police car and wouldn't you know it, boom, the whole thing (gasps) blows up. In the nick of time, they got out. Can you believe it? I can't. Such good timing there. I'm so sad that Mythbusters is off now because there's a lot of stuff that happens in soap operas that would be really good oh, to write in. that would be fun. Yeah, they should do a soap edition. That would be good. It's done. But they, I mean, they should come back and just I mean, they have more. next, they have new, but it's, right. it's not the same. It's not, yeah. That would have been fun. The clinic blows up. Later on, Dante is reunited with his mom and son. He and Lulu explained to Nicholas that Stavro was, Stavros was a part of the whole thing and that he's now dead. Nicholas is about to tell them about Luke and asks, is about to tell them about Luke when they ask if it can wait because they need to come down from this latest disaster. After Nicholas and Olivia leave, Dante is seen in bed with Rocco and Lulu joins them after her shower. Dante says that he just wants to do what they were doing before Maxie's wedding, but Lulu says that she doesn't want to because of what Stavros did to her. She just wants to enjoy being, she just wants it to enjoy being the three of them and they're going to wait to have another child. The next morning, Dante and Lulu discuss how happy they are to be home and they make love. Afterwards, Dante takes a shower and then comes back, but here's Lulu and Tracy talking about Luke and the fact that he's not right. So he decides to listen when he hears Tracy say that she doesn't know who Luke is anymore. He tells them that he thinks he might know what's going on with Luke. Lulu asks Dante what's going on. He says he shouldn't have brought it up. I don't know why they're so secretive back and forth. Lulu says that he was trying to tell her something about it when they were at the clinic and that Anna was having him investigate Luke. He explains that Anna thinks that Luke could be the head of the Jerome crime family. Dante and Lulu find out from Tracy that it could be true because at Nicholas and Britt's engagement party, she found Luke in the stables with Julie and Jerome. They continue to talk about Luke and his behavior. They also try to contact him. Later on, Patrick and Sam show up. They share their suspicion that Luke caused Patrick's accident with Dante, Lulu, and Tracy. Dante tells Lulu that Tracy is getting ready to go to Amsterdam to meet with Luke and that Sam and Patrick are going to be there as well. Dante suggests that they go, but Lulu decides it's best for her to stay with Rocco and Dante agrees that he needs to be home too. A thrilled Lulu hugs Dante and they watch their little boy sleep. Later on, Dante gives Nathan advice about Maxie while Lulu gives Maxie advice about Nathan. See, this is where they lost it. It's when Nathan came in. Don't say that. It is. And I love Nathan. I don't mean anything mean. Yeah. But it, they, they were like the cute young couple. And then it shifted. Now they had a kid. They were done. So it shifted to. But they really could have been mm-hmm. such a good force. Like, like, um, met Alexis, Chloe, Jax. Yeah, but it didn't. That's not. No, but they, they could have. They could have. Like how Sasha and Michael, Willow, and Chase I'm, are. I'm with you, but yep. it doesn't. So, again, storyline. Dante is being a good friend. With all of that. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. January 2015, Dante confronts a man impersonating Luke at the old Spencer family home. The imposter pushes Dante down a flight of stairs. 
uh, headed to the basement and leaves him trapped. There's a bomb. This is another case of Nathan comes and saves him and they clear the doorway of the house and boom, the bomb goes off. So they have really good timing with that. Yes. And then it jumps to July because, again, he's just a side character after this. In, in July, Lulu... Oh, well, here it gets a little interesting, but not for the right reasons. In July, Lulu left for Canada with her parents and Dylan okay. to rescue Lucky and Ethan, leaving Dante alone at home with Rocco. Dante later visits Canada, mistakenly believing that Lulu and Dylan were having an affair. And this is what we were just talking about. Yes. Okay. And causing him to return to PC and distraught before sleeping with Lulu's cousin, Valerie. Okay. No. No, no, no. no. Someone she else's actions not, yep. do not cause you to do something wrong. And Lulu didn't even hook up with him. Nope. Did not hook up with Over, him. Yep. Nope. But we talked about, well, what were we talking about? It was because it was one of the Sunny episodes, one of the Sunny and Carly episodes, that Valerie threw away Nathan's donut because she thought, oh, right, right, she right, thought right, that right. she was pregnant with Dante's baby. Right, right. Yep. There you go. Man, that sentence would have been something great to be saying in public. <laughs> right. <laughs> now people over here. Like, wait, what? <laughs> Do you want me to go off? What are you talking about? <laughs> research talking about this. Oh my gosh, that would be great. <laughs> and then he got back from Canada and he had to sleep with my cousin because he thought that I slept with oh somebody else. Oh my gosh, else. that would be such a good... Like, like public experiment, have a hidden camera, camera and yeah. we're sitting there talking about soap opera storylines. Oh! <gasps> Yeah, well, like when we please let's about, do it. We should like when we talked about that special that was on, and Carol Burnett said she got yep. that telegram. Yep. That would be us. Oh my let's god, do it! <laughs> so much fun. Secret so yes. <laughs> oh, that would be really fun. Okay, so okay. I'll stop correcting the way they wrote it now. Okay, and we'll go back to it. Dante and Valerie begin an affair and decide to keep it a secret from Lulu. See, and that's the thing. It wasn't a one-time mistake. It was a straight-up... Exactly. Yep. Who has since returned from the successful rescue mission and claims that Dylan is just her friend. Because he was, and nothing else happened. Although, they did have a past, so... No. No, I'm going to disagree <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, for him to be upset about it in general. Him to have suspicions yes. and be concerned? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Him and to go off no. the deep end and hook no. up with somebody else? No. no. Especially her cousin. That's just gross. But no, yes, exactly. I'm so, not saying what he did was right, but I'm saying for him to be uneasy. Right. Yes. So Dante and Valerie, affair, affair, affair. They're all kind of like watch it, but it's it's that. Like that's what you're watching. That's, you want to see Dante. And affairs only really one thing. I yeah. Mean, very rarely. And that's is exactly it. it wasn't not that there's good affairs or bad affairs, but it wasn't even like a real relationship. Yeah, it was just it, hooking it up. It was hooking up. Like yeah. you didn't see them I mean they were nice to each other or whatever, but you didn't see them buying presents for each other and having romantic whatever. And that was the problem. I don't, I have not read ahead to know that it says it. I don't think it does. But anyway, that was the problem was Valerie started developing feelings. Right. And Dante was like, no, wait, slow down. We're just having fun or whatever. Mm -hmm. So it skips that brought that up in July. So now we're into November and it says Dylan found out about the affair and exposes it to everyone at a party, leaving Lulu devastated and mad at Dante. Dante and Lulu eventually decided to divorce but on March 4th, 2016, after receiving their finalized divorce papers, they decided to spend the rest of their lives together. That was a really weird way to close all that together. Yeah, here's the <clears> divorce <throat> papers. Do you want to marry me? Yeah. So Dylan did want to be with Lulu. There mm -hmm. was still feelings there. Oh, so yeah. when he told about the affair, he wasn't telling it like, hey, I'm your friend. I need to help Right, you no, he was hoping he, he was, was going to benefit from it. Exactly, yeah. And so that was wrong. Like, that shouldn't have gone that way. That that being the motive should not have been. Exactly. Right. So there was storyline there. Again, more of Lulu, Lulu and Dylan. But if you're listening to it and you're like, well, that doesn't even make any sense. Well, there was, like, side stories of her being upset and whatever. And then saying, yeah, at the end of the day, I still love my husband. And you didn't right. really tell me because you care about me. You told me because you were hoping that then we would end up together or whatever. Yeah. I don't know how they ended up living together. Or if they never stopped living together because they had Rocco, they just bought a house and stuff. But I watched where he officially proposed to her again mm -hmm. after the divorce. 
And she was like, yeah, I mean, I guess we just bought a house together and we have, and your kid that's both of ours sleeping upstairs is enough reason that we should go ahead and do this. And no. Back to the, well, but it was back to their cute, like, flirtiness of like, oh, okay, 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 we've already, the way you just said that no, sounded no. more like, a, <laughs> I guess so. No, not, no. okay, so she was being all saucy yes, and they, flirty. They were, they okay. had dinner at home. Okay. It was actually really cute. I'll make sure that I give you all of that to link it all, but it was yep. cute. They, it was Halloween. They were okay. eating. Halloween candy. She was yelling at him for letting Rocco eat too much Halloween candy. Okay. And then she, he said, well, why don't you have one of these? And she was like, that's Rocco's favorite. He's going to kill us if he wakes up tomorrow and it's all gone, blah, blah, blah. Aww. But then she, he handed her a piece and whenever she opened it, it was her engagement ring. And he said that he knew, like he would have bought her a new one, but he knew that she liked the old one and that was like where all the memories were. So would could they please get Aww. remarried? Blah, blah, blah. And then she That's said cute. like sarcastically cute. Well, I guess since we're living in the okay. same house okay. and our son's upstairs, we go ahead and do this again. Right. But okay. it was whatever. So like when I say I like my husband, some people are like, oh, yes. you guys are cute. I'm like, yeah, I like him. Yes, exactly. Gotcha. So, okay. So maybe from the way that they said that, what did they say it was? March 4th was when their divorce was finalized. It was after that that they just spent, decided to spend their lives together. It wasn't. Maybe that was when they moved back in together. Okay, I'm like, because that's but like the six months later. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, I know Seven. Halloween is Halloween. So, whatever. Now I'm going to second guess myself and have to go back over that because it gives a little more storyline then. It says, okay. um, July, Dante was among those who went to find Nicholas on Castine Island after he faked his death and got taken hostage by Valentine, got taken hostage by Valentine Castine after finding Nicholas. Valentine killed Nicholas, but he and his men were overpowered by their hostages, and then they escaped the island. Later, a month after his brother Morgan died in a car explosion, I feel like it should have hit on this a little bit more. There we go. Dante proposed to Lulu in early November. See, I okay, so crazy. it would have been Halloween candy. Yeah. Thank you. I'm like, I know, I saw that. They were remarried in the living room of their new home on November 23rd, 2016. Laura, Olivia, Rocco, Maxie, Nathan, and Kevin, who also officiated, attended the ceremony. And then again, I'm assuming they're trying not to go too far into Lulu. It was December of 2016 that they met Lulu's daughter Charlotte. So wait, Kevin and Lucy are both officiants? Yeah, that's convenient. Okay. If you want to get married. Can they marry each other? Like, (laughs) I don't know. They used to be married. Can they remarry each other? Uh, It's weird. Okay. Weird, weird, weird. Very weird. I'm just glad that I was right, because I'm like, no, I watched that, and it was definitely Halloween candy. Right. So they met Charlotte in December. March of 2017, Valentine and Nina and Lulu with Dante start a custody battle, both wanting sole custody and joint custody not being on the table of Charlotte. The battle ended when Valentine gets sole custody and Lulu's supervised visitation for one hour a week. It was also mentioned that in six months, custody would be revisited. On March 15th, Dante got justice for Morgan by arresting his killer, Olivia Jerome, and mm-hmm. her associate, Winston Rudge, which that was what it didn't hit on more. Was right. Obviously, he was devastated by Morgan getting killed. I feel like we talked well, about we that because that it just happened. Yeah. So, yeah, so you saw his reaction, but I feel like they should have given you he a little more. He had the burden of having to tell everybody. Right. Like, and, he had to and, get the call. And he had to be... saying, right, no, it exploded. It wasn't like... Right. There's not a high chance that he's coming back. Like, pretty sure we're done. Right. So... That was devastating, but I guess the love story with Lulu was more important at that point in time. In June 2017, Dante and Lulu were granted temporary custody of Charlotte since her father was going to prison. However, on July 11th, her father was released by the WSB and returned to Port Charles and made it clear that he plans to get custody back, but for now he has temporary visitation, which again isn't really whatever. On July 7th, Dante walks his mother down the aisle to marry Ned. That was cute. In November, Nathan and Maxie announced that they're pregnant. In January of 2018, Nathan shot and killed uh, in the line of duty by his father. I'm just laughing because your <laughs> husband earlier likes to say, JD, Scarface Wands mentioned. <laughs> so funny. Um, and Dante was among those who were left devastated. Later in June, Dante leaves Port Charles to join the WSB in their hunt to find the man who tried to kill Lulu two years ago, Raj. Like, it, it does. It skips all over the place because he decreased down to nothing. Mm-hmm. So then, on- Not for nothing. They should have kind of broke this down like, right. the year before. Yes. Like, broke it down in this right. not as great of a detail because the... No, whatever. Right. And it's... 
it's all Lulu detail because it's about Charlotte stuff. I know that the Raj stuff isn't, but right. everything else, yeah, he became, I was going to use the word side piece, which would be using it incorrectly, but a side storyline to everything right. because it was all maxi at this point in time. Right. February 21st, 2019, Sunny and Lulu learn from Robert Scorpio that Dante has gone rogue. Oh, on March 15th, Sunny finds Dante in Turkey, but he seems to have joined Raj's organization. It was all an act, so he could still stay undercover for the WSB. Raj orders Dante to shoot Sonny, and he did, but he only nicked his arm and tried to convince Raj that Sonny is more valuable alive. After Sonny was dragged off to a cell, Dante paid him a visit and learned that Lulu had been stabbed and made a full recovery, because that was the whole whatever murder stuff right, we were right. getting into. And then he learns that Carly's pregnant again and that they're going to have another baby. Mm. Uh, that led them to faking Sonny's death as a way to escape. Eventually, a shootout began and Dante kills Raj. Robert shows up and offers them a ride home. On March 22nd, Dante reunites with Lulu. She was happy to see him. Duh. He apologized for not being there and told her that she was right all along. He didn't need to be the one to go after Raj, but she told him that she understood he needed to do what he could to protect his family. It was revealed that there were scars all over his back. That was awful. Yeah. And he took his shirt off. Yeah. And you saw all the marks. Well, that was awful. Well, and remember what we said? Like, they they reconnected that night. And yes. she didn't notice until the next morning? Yes. Yeah. I don't know how you didn't feel I'm that. sorry. I noticed if my cat scratches my husband. Right. Like, yeah. It those, feels different. Those were significant, yes. Um, it, reveal, it is revealed that the scars that are on his back are from being tortured by Raj and his men. On March 25th, he has a nightmare where he loads a gun, repeats the phrase, I will complete the mission, and ends up shooting Lulu. He's horrified when he wakes up. His friends and family throw a welcome home party for him and share nice moments with everyone. He remembers his nightmare and flips a table over. He eventually catches up with his grandfather, Mike Corbin, and shares that he's afraid of himself. Mike consoles him and understands how he's feeling. Later on at the Metro Court, he heard a service tray fall, and he attempted to pull a knife, but Jason stopped him and calmly talked him down. That was nice, too. Like, mm -hmm. Jason was very... Well, of anyone who's going to understand that, it would yes. be Jason. Yes, good scenes there. He apologized and then left. He met with Anna, who told he told about what had happened and he feared that he had been brainwashed she told him that she would set up a spot for him at the clinic in wales to get him help from his ptsd on march 29th he tells lulu he's leaving again and that he does not feel like himself after being undercover for months she's understandably distraught and heartbroken but eventually accepts this and he told her to live her life as he didn't know when he would be back if he would ever come back he told lulu he loves her and she repeated the words back to him and cried as he left town again. On July 12th, Maxie and Peter were able to locate where Dante is receiving treatment, but he refuses to see them. When Maxie opens the door to Dante's room, Dante gets so triggered, he shoots at Peter. He shoots Peter in the shoulder. Oh my gosh, sorry. Dante gets so triggered and shoots Peter in the shoulder. Dante is then restrained as a panicked Maxie takes Peter to GH, where he quickly makes a full recovery. After learning what happened, Lulu realizes that Dante won't be coming home back to her anytime soon and that she needs to move on with her life. Dante was most likely moved to another location after the incident. On July 19th, Dante sends divorce papers to Lulu, who's devastated and distraught, but she remembers that Dante told her not to wait for him and to move on and be happy. August 9th, Robert reveals to Lulu that the shooting incident at the WSB facility in Ithaca the Dante, after that, the Dante was removed and sent to a WSB, <clears throat> postponing all deprogramming indefinitely. Robert later blames Peter for the incident, but Maxie defended him, blah, and said it was her idea to go to the facility. On November 19th, Olivia receives a package from Dante, who had sent back all of the letters she had written him unopened, and he sends Olivia a note asking her to stop writing him. And that's, like, the end. Yeah. So... I, I did go shorter than you because we have extra blah 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 that you're gonna cut out of there but for the most part we were about the same there but I feel like yours is just more fun and exciting I'm sorry yeah I, you didn't do it on purpose and I'm glad you got to finally watch it I know it was so much fun that. so I'm glad that you really enjoyed 
this 411. But I love Dante and I hope they bring him back. I hope all the rumors are true. We kind of made up one our own self whenever we got excited about all the Yankee stuff. So, I mean, I just hope that they bring him back at some point. I really wish that I wish that he had stayed around more to do the bad Dante. Like, you know, the mm -hmm. I'm saying bad Dante because, you know, he was the I must kill. I must kill. Right. You know, like that's bad Dante. The PTSD is a serious absolute issue that right. I wish that we were watching his struggling with it because yes. it needs to be right. I feel like most people don't come home from whatever's caused them PTSD and within a month say, Oh my gosh, I'm really doing awful. And they send you off somewhere. It's a struggle yeah. to accept that diagnosis and accept that you need help for it. And then to accept that, you know, weekly therapy appointments at the walk-in clinic aren't going to solve it. Deprogramming. That's like a huge thing to come about, right. not just, oh, okay, I guess I'm going to do that. <laughs> so I don't I mean, know. He's just, he's very fortunate that he is where he is, I guess, in the organization, because that's not how. Right. Right. And they're so good about portraying mental health. This would have been a good mm -hmm. avenue to go down and let us see what it is like for some people. Yeah. So that was disappointing, but hopefully we'll come back and, you know, we'll see all will be right with the world. Maybe. So join us on Monday as we talk about this week's episodes for our weekly recap and have a good week. And we'll meet you at the beer. Bye. Bye. That was weekend. Urch. Stop. <laughs> and have a good weekend. And we'll meet you at the beer. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to peer54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Peer54Podcast. Also, we are not perfect, so if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.